All right, here we are. <clears throat> What's going on, guys? Want to thank TopNotchOdds.com. Now, today we're going to talk about bonuses, bonuses, bonuses. I know a lot of you guys like to redeem certain bonuses for deposits on online sports books. Well, TopNotchOdds.com has the best deposit uh, bonuses because of the rollovers. On a lot of different websites, you're going to pay so much money on the rollover, you're never going to be able to get your money out. TopNotchOdds.com has the best rollovers in the industry. Their highest rollover for their 200% bonus is only 10 times. It's great. So you put in 100, all of a sudden you have 300 in your account. You only have to bet 1,000 to get that money out. So very favorable, very reasonable rollover at topnotchodds.com. When you're signing up, put in promo code SHARPEDGE. That's going to get you up to that 200% deposit bonus over and over and over. So when you're signing up, use promo code SHARPEDGE. That's topnotchodds.com, promo code SHARPEDGE. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, NBA Tuesday. Let's do it. This is The Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, on today's show, we're going to go over our division rankings. Now, I know that divisions aren't often talked about in the NBA. They're they're ignored, right? No one ever talks divisions. It's always about the conferences. And really, it's because divisions aren't that important in the NBA. You win your division, you, you are guaranteed uh, one of those top four spots. But we, we brush that over when talking about the NBA because really it, it doesn't ever... Uh, hardly, I should say, come into play when you're talking about the NBA playoffs. So what we're going to do today is divide things by divisions, look division by division, uh, rank them one through six, and uh, let you guys know how the divisions are looking right now. And uh, what we're going to do actually to end the show is give you guys a bet for tonight's game. There's only one game in the NBA tonight, LA uh, Clippers taking on the Dallas Mavericks uh, at Dallas. So we'll talk about that to wrap the show up but let's do our power ratings right now or not necessarily power ratings just our uh, division rankings in the nba so let's waste no more time get right into it six through one division rankings uh number six we're gonna do the southeast and what we'll do is read all the teams after we give the uh division and kind of give our explanations so uh, the southeast miami orlando charlotte washington and Atlanta. Look, the Southeast has one team above 500, and that's the Miami Heat. And by the way, Miami is the best home team in the NBA. They're 19 and 1 at home this year. But I actually don't necessarily think that's because Miami plays so much better on their home floor and they go and they play that much worse. I actually think it's kind of the uh the the Vegas Golden Knights syndrome in hockey. And I don't I know I don't have the exact same audience for the hockey shows and the basketball shows, but what I talk about for the new listeners or at least the basketball listeners, uh, in hockey, the Vegas Golden Knights had kind of a built-in home ice advantage because teams go to Vegas, they party a little too much, they they're not used to that, and then I think they inherently play a little worse, right? It's the same thing in Miami. Miami's a party city, a party town. Young guys go there. They want to have fun. They want to kind of go a little bit crazy. I know there was an article a couple years ago. It may have actually been done this year. I'm not sure actually when the article came out. Uh, But it was a Barstool Sports highlighting James Harden's play city to city. What they found is (laughs) correlated or not, right? Correlated or not, James Harden's performance dips pretty consistently in cities where the strip clubs are better. And ha- and they, they 
evaluated, well, how do you know the strip clubs are better in certain cities? It, there was some evaluation that Barstool did, right? It was like Yelp reviews and certain ratings. I don't know if they have like a, you know, like a, a, a Yelp specifically for strip clubs. I don't know if they have something like that. Maybe that's what they used. They had a way of doing it, right? To where the cities with the best strip clubs, you know, the 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 the, the Dallases of the world, and and uh, uh, Miami, right? <laughs> these these kind of cities would show that James Harden would play much worse the better the strip clubs got. Now, it's not just James Harden. This is the entire NBA that kind of I think gets affected by certain things like that. Certain cities. You go to Miami, you're going to want to party, especially. For a lot of these younger guys who maybe have never even been there before. So I do think that home court advantage a little overinflated from Miami just because of it being Miami. And go look back the last five, ten years. It's always been like that for the Miami Heat. So the Southeast, not very good after Miami. Orlando currently in the playoffs. I'm not sure if they keep that up. Uh, one team over 500, the number six division overall in the NBA, the Southeast. All right, number five, we're going to go the Central Division. Milwaukee, Indiana, Detroit, Chicago, and Cleveland. And I know you may be saying, Tyler, how the hell do you have the Central Division, the second worst in basketball, and they have the Milwaukee Bucks, your number one team in, in power ratings, which is true. Milwaukee's number one in the power ratings, 21-2 and two at home. We just talked about how good Miami is at home. Milwaukee, just as good, 21-2. and two. The only thing is, when they go on the road, they're 18-4. and four. I mean, this team is elite. And in second place in the division, Indiana Pacers. They're not bad either. They're 28 and 16, uh, two plus two and a half points in terms of point differential. So not a great point differential. And they're seven and three in their last ten. So they've been playing well actually as of late. Had a big win against the Denver Nuggets on the road a few nights ago. You get past them though: Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland. Three very very bad teams. It's because of those three teams. This is such a bad division. The Central. Uh, number five overall in the power ratings. And I actually, before we move on to the next division, I do want to say Milwaukee's my number one team. I don't think that this is like the Patriots in the AFC East. Milwaukee is legitimately the best team in basketball. They've sustained injuries this year. They've kept that great record up. I think Milwaukee is the best team right now despite playing in the second-to-worst division and playing those teams over and over. So there may be some people out there who say, eh, that, that that's a false record. I don't think so. I think Milwaukee is that good. All right, number four in our power ratings, the Pacific Division, the L.A. Lakers, L.A. Clippers, Phoenix Suns, Sacramento Kings, and the Golden State Warriors. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Golden State 10 and 35 on the season. Worst point differential in the NBA. Actually, I should say second worst behind Atlanta. Third worst, good God, behind Atlanta and Cleveland. I tell you what, the East is so fucking bad. We look at how bad Golden State is and how they've fallen off the map and how they don't have any starters this year except for Draymond, who can't stay in a game without getting suspended. And <laughs> there's still two teams in the East who are worse in point differential than Golden State. My God. But I digress. Uh, the, the Clippers and Lakers are very good. I mean, you talk about elite teams in L.A., those teams are two top five teams in my power ratings. And Phoenix is a good third team in a division. Now, they're not currently in the playoffs, but that's because the West is a very good conference. Phoenix is a rising young team. They're only a half point back in point differential, so right there about even. Uh, I, I like what Phoenix is doing. I actually like what Sacramento is doing. So the Pacific, a couple young teams on the rise, two elite teams, and one Golden State Warriors Pacific, number four in my division ratings. 
Number three, the Southwest. And things got tough here, three, two, and one. But number three, Southwest, Dallas, Houston, Memphis, San Antonio, and New Orleans. Now, Dallas, Houston, those teams are elite, okay? I don't think there's anyone who would argue. And look, I think that a lot of people actually were slow to the party on Dallas this year. Not a lot of people thought they would be this good. Dallas is leading their division right now. They're, half, or they're a game up on Houston. So Dallas and Houston are elite. I think that Memphis is a surprise here in the entire West Western Conference. They're the eight seed right now in the West. Now they're 20 and 23, a little bit below 500. But Memphis is, I think, surprising a lot of people. I think most had San Antonio finishing above Memphis, maybe even New Orleans because of all the Zion hype. So Memphis is surprising a lot of people. Three teams right now in the playoffs, two elite teams. I do like San Antonio. I believe Greg Popovich is the best coach in the NBA. So uh, the Southwest Division, number three overall. As I said, it got tough towards the bottom three or the top three, but uh, number three, the Southwest. All right, number two division in basketball, the Northwest, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City, Portland, and Minnesota. Denver, Utah, OKC. Very, very good teams. I think two of the three are elite. Denver and Utah are elite teams. Okay, They're both 30 and 13, both great on their home floor for, for a reason. I mean, that, that altitude is real, folks. If Denver or Utah get home court in the playoffs, that's a huge, huge advantage, huge edge. And right now, Denver's the two seed in the West. Utah's the three seed in the West. Oklahoma City, the seven seed in the West. Five and a half games back from both, but they're playing very well. As a matter of fact, they're the best team in basketball against the spread this year. They're plus 1.7 point differential, so still in the plus. Six and four their last 10, and like I said, 25 and 19 overall. The Northwest, very good, very tough division. It's hard. I mean, the Nuggets, the, the Jazz, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they have tough schedules. So at the end of the year, we just talked about the Milwaukee uh, Bucks. You can't really discount them for their division. Well, I think that the opposite actually is true. You can upgrade Denver, Utah, Oklahoma City, even Portland for playing the schedule and the division they do. Northwest, number two overall. And the number one division in basketball has to be the Atlantic. Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76ers, Brooklyn Nets, the New York Knickerbockers. Now, New York, 12 and 32 on the year. They're a joke. We all knew that. We all know that. No big surprise there. But the other four teams currently in the playoffs in the East are, if not great, they're good and getting better. Can else start at the top? The current leader in the division is Toronto, right? And that, that surprises a lot of people because Ky we, Ky, uh, uh, Kyrie leaves and they kind of fell off the map. Not a lot of people betting Toronto. They're not a very public team, yet they just keep on winning. And they're winning against the spread too. Third best team against the spread this year. 29 and 14 overall. But folks... Boston and Philadelphia, I think, are right now better than Toronto. I have both Boston and Philadelphia ahead of Toronto in my power ratings. And they're both collectively game and a half back. Boston's half game back. Philly's one game back. So it's not like Toronto has this huge lead, right? Three elite teams in the Atlantic. I, I mean, that speaks for, the, for themselves. Toronto, Boston, Philly. Two of those three teams probably going to be playing in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they're in the same division, okay? So... That said, but the Brooklyn Nets, I want to talk about Brooklyn right now because Kyrie Irving, he'd been banged up, his supporting cast has been hurt, and they just keep on treading water. They're 18 and 24. While they're 10 and a half games back in their division, they're still eighth overall in the East. 
Now, I just talked about how I don't think the East is that good, but that's fine. They're still doing what they have to do to win games and make the playoffs, which I think they actually do. I mean, you look at their, their, their competition right now for the eighth seed. I don't think Detroit has a good second half of the season. I actually I actually think Toronto, uh, 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 Orlando falls back. So I could see, if anything, Bo uh, Brooklyn climbing in the rankings. I mean, Toronto, Boston, Philly, and Brooklyn could all be a six-seed or higher come playoff time. It's crazy. So the Atlantic right now, I don't think there's any question, any debate, the best division in basketball. Going over my rankings once again, number six, the Southeast. And we'll read the teams too. Number six, the Southeast. And that has Miami, Orlando, Charlotte, Washington, and Atlanta. Number five, the Central, Milwaukee, Indiana, Detroit, Chicago, and Cleveland. Number four, the Pacific, both L.A. teams, L.A. Lakers, L.A. Clippers, Phoenix Suns, Sacramento, and Golden State. Number three, Southwest, Dallas, Houston, Memphis, San Antonio, New Orleans. Number two, the Northwest, Denver, Utah, Oklahoma City, Portland, and Minnesota. And number one, the Atlantic, Toronto, excuse me, Toronto, Boston, Philly, Brooklyn and the New York Knicks. All right, so that does it for the division rankings. And uh, before we get out today, I'm going to give you guys my best bet for tonight's game. One and only game. LA Clippers taking on the Dallas Mavericks. My bet here, under 223.5 points. Uh, the spread seems right to me. The spread, I have about three, and then you have Christoph Porzing uh, Porzingis coming back. That means you should take about a point, point and a half away for rust factor. Christoph Porzingis probably going to get some points tonight, and L.A. is very motivated. They've been losing lately. This is a team who's hungry and healthy and very talented. So it's a tough team to fade, even on the road. So I'm taking both defenses to show up tonight. I think uh, Porzingis gets off to a slow start. I think LA, their offense in the second, third, and fourth quarters, they've, got, they've actually gotten off to good starts in games, but later in games, they've trailed on the road. So I think both defenses show up tonight. Under 223 points is my best bet tonight in the LA Clippers-Dallas Mavericks game. What's up, everyone? We are coming back in in post, and uh, my dyslexia kicked in. The over-under 232 and a half that may change things in terms of uh, whether you hit or not so there you go we got to read things right here 232 and a half points is the over under for tonight now we can say good luck we'll talk to you tomorrow on the sharp angle this is the sharp angle every day on your favorite podcast player